welcome back to On the Horizon, where we talk about the latest and greatest in tech and innovation. Today, we have another special guest. Wait, is it another? Did we have a special guest last week? Oh, yeah, we did. So, today, we have another special guest. Hi, guys. His name is Ishan. And today, we have a very, uh, we have a continuation of a past episode topic. No, it's not cars. (laughs) For those of you who are... (laughs) I have been bored by VBoss and me constantly talking about cars. No, today we're talking about space. And today's an interesting day about space because last week we talked about uh, SpaceX a little bit. We talked about kind of Blue Origin. We talked a little bit about the rockets and thrusters. Today we're jumping into mm-hmm. the far, far future. Mm-hmm. So we have some very, very fun, interesting stuff to talk about. Rishi, you want to give them a quick... All right, outline? so I mean, the, there's um, in the future... There's a lot of new concepts that um, that are about to be in play. So uh, just just as an outlook, we have the star shot, which is basically using the concept of um, so uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Rishi, tell tell t- say like what what kind of technologies these are focused on? What kind of purpose do all of these stuff? The kind of stuff okay, we're gonna so, be talking about today I mean, serve. So mainly we're gonna be talking about interstellar travel. Um, we're also, we're also going to be talking about how, um, like how, uh, like the feasibility of establishing colonies in space, um, as well as the process to, you know, expanding and, um, like, uh, expanding and the different phases. Becoming exactly, an intergalactic yes. civilization. Um, yeah. Which is basically how do we go from what we are now to a civilization like, like so, Star so which, unironically, uh, Rishi and I have been going crazy about during our winter break, just watching a bunch of stuff. So yeah. that has been very fun. Well, Rishi you may not have been, the, but I um, have. <laughs> I've I finished the Clone Wars. I started Rebels. I watched New Hope: Revenge of the Sith and Wait, the day, uh, Attack of the Clones. You started Rebels. A lot of fun stuff. I just I started. Rebels, I think I disconnected. Kinda, I kinda uh, got how are we talking about? I, I think I might. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, so, no, no, I, I, I yeah. just use it as a brief tangent, but yeah. thank you, Vibos, for <laughs> putting us back on task. So uh, let me go back to what I was looking at. So, um, so uh, through I, on YouTube, as you all know, YouTube is like my, my, one of my biggest sources, as you all don't know, YouTube is one of my biggest sources of input, right? Um, so I... Looked at this channel called Kurtz Kazak. Talks about all kinds of really cool, interesting, futuristic science. Uh, I'm a huge nerd for this kind of stuff. So um, they're, they're, they have this playlist called Futurism. And within it, there are these set of space videos that almost form a continuum of stages and or steps that humanity can and should take to advance as a civilization. So... <clears throat> essentially we start off with like uh, today you know how there, there are three stages of colonization right mm-hmm. every empire has gone through them and in, in your history classes uh, you might learn how colonization first happens like you first touch touch soil touch foreign soil plant your flag you know that kind of thing say hey we've discovered this land we want to start uh, seeing what kind of resources we can get observations the second stage is where we <clears throat> start design establishing settlements and actually bringing in populations 
and starting to become starting to mm. become self-sufficient on the land. And the third stage is when it becomes a full-fledged independent independently running economy where it has its own some kind of uh, economic output so it, it can produce some kind of a commodity or something that it can ship back to the mother country and it, and because of that the people mm-hmm. at the colony can make their own money use the resources there to survive for themselves and obviously they still communicate and like they still run under the government of the mother country but the idea is that they are now able to live without having like resources sent to, sent to them from from the place of origin so that similar idea is applied to now we're going to apply that similar idea to Mars and the moon because the moon, we've already done the first stage. And in the next 10 years, we're going to start uh, the second stage with both both the moon and Mars. NASA and SpaceX are planning to uh, launch a moon base and a Mars base. So, um, Austin, do you want to yeah, talk about that Mars first? Yet? <laughs> yeah. You want to introduce Mar- us huh? to the Mars base? Yeah, so actually, I think we should start off moon base because it's our it's our closest inter uh, interplanetary interlunar interlunar yeah. interlunar neighbor, right? So we've already touched down on the moon. I, we literally planted our flag, and now the next idea is where where we are going to kind of build settlements on the moon. Uh, maybe obviously not permanent because you can actually have humans born on the moon, otherwise their bodies will develop in low gravity and when they return to earth they will not be able to survive so the idea is that we start but the most important thing as of now is that we want to get like humans to actually harvest something from the moon so that they can sell it back to earth and there's a lot of interesting stuff there are theories that you know yeah it's uh, like what nuclear fusion is, right? Happens, it's the, right it's the one it's like if we could have that as a source of energy, it would completely destroy fossil fuels. It would destroy everything because of how efficient and, and how so, completely clean Austrian it is. Question. How are and we, how how is the moon base gonna lead us to yeah, finding out nuclear fusion? Like how are we supposed to obtain Yeah, so so the sun, you know how the yes. sun uh, fuses hydrogen in its center to uh form so hydrogen, four hydrogens fuse into uh into a beryllium atom, which gives off a beta particle, into a lithium atom, which gives off another, into helium. So, <clears throat> and that, that that's how fusion happens, and that releases a, a lot of energy in the process. So, he, the the humans have been trying to figure how to do that, like at facilities like the ITER in China or CERN in Geneva, like trying to fuse protons, wait, 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 oh, wait, fuse oh, hydrogen yeah. into helium to give us a lot of energy. So, so wait. You, so okay. is that something you're saying that like uh if a moon base were to be built that's something that could be like perhaps like hard so the moon base I'll, I'll get to how the moon base connects to that so so basically we're we're having a trouble finding mm-hmm. the raw materials necessary to activate fusion and it's also really hard to yeah. get things hot enough to start fusion because the sun the sun the sun can easily make it hot enough to start fusion because of how much pressure and gravity it is everything's pushing on each other so at the center it's so dense mm-hmm. that everything moves uh at like temperatures well, that's the sun, above so five thousand be found on the moon right yeah so so the idea is that we have to 
we're, we're, we, we're trying to, to develop the technologies to make, to get more energy than we put in. Cause we, we have achieved fusion. It's just, we put way more energy into it than we get out. Like we fuse barely like a million atoms of hydrogen, which is very little. Remember a mole is like 6.02 yeah. times 10 to the 23. So we fuse yeah. like a million so and then- we get like a spark of energy. But it takes so much to get all of that hydrogen that hot so to like, be able to fuse. One thing I want to talk. Um, so we're developing the technology. Yeah, so to get one thing hot I, I kind of want to like ask about is nuclear fusion, right? Um, a big part of that is the pressure, heat, etc. Right. So if we already have the materials yeah. to like do nuclear fusion and simulate that, then what we're really looking for is that pressure, that temperature, that environment. The ability to so what you're saying is necessary to do that the, as of right now so we're developing the ability to get energy now the question is where do we get raw materials the question and the best answer for that is the moon the moon that's, that's what materials the does the moon provide those raw resources because we talk there are you say things like the sun there right? are theories that there are theories that in on the on the north and south pole of the moon radiation has caused a buildup of helium three i believe the isotope helium three which could be a substitute for the hydrogen necessary to fuse and it could provide us with a lot of energy and if the moon if we start mining on the moon the moon could become self-sufficient and it's like it's like how <clears throat> when spain discovered the americas they yeah. first established a colony on hispaniola and then from there they it's easier to go other places in America, so you're saying that Spaniola rather than directly from Spain, right? So once we go to the moon, it'll be easier to get stuff off of the moon to Mars so, and stuff question, rather than launching um, from the Earth. Uh, I'm not the like an expert on nuclear future or anything, but I just want to ask, like, what is this energy you're talking about? Like, what do you yeah, mean by yeah. the energy we're putting in is less than the energy we're talking like taking out? So basically, in order to get things to yeah. fuse, because protons naturally repel each other. So you have to get them like moving really fast in order to get them to smash into each other, which is why the, the sun is able to do it so easily because it has so much hydrogen that they get hot enough that they naturally, oh, the gravity okay. just forces so like, them to a... hit each other. And they, and, 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 you know, when, uh-huh. when protons that, when that repulsion energy is uh, overcome so by the really speed of how they're like... moving, all that energy is released. And when you have millions and billions and billions of tons so of that stuff, you really just need to like using, find an environment that crap really ton of energy. that energy needed, right? And the moon's like, you know, the helium yeah. buildup and all is like ideal for that. It's a fuel. Yeah. It's a fuel. It's a fuel. And then in theory, if we get advanced enough, we can start using the ocean yeah. itself. I, I have another question. Uh, hydrogen and oxygen. So. so because if we fuse hydrogen in the ocean, a cu- uh, apparently a cup of water can have the same amount of energy as a barrel of oil and just think about how many cups of water wait hold up but i, I have something i want to ask though so energy. like relating to uh what uh, ishan asked like so can you explain more about this uh h3 uh, hydrogen 3 where you like what is ex- helium 3 my bad so helium 3 helium 3 uh let me let me look up this video hang on fusion or failure there we go. So, so is is helium three kind of like? Uh, Hopefully, you won't hear this. Like, but... like I, I don't know, because based on what you said to me, it sounded like it, it's like uh, it's like a missing ingredient, I guess you could say, uh, in order to achieve nuclear fusion. And then from helium three, yeah, you yeah. know, like like where would we go then? Because you said 
once we once we have the energy output output of fusion the the sky is the limit because fusion produces yeah. so be the ultimate much friggin energy it's it's insane yeah cuz think think about how much how much energy the sun has it's literally too yeah. bright for mm-hmm. us to look at yeah and it, so and it's it, like and uh on a side like the tiniest it, amount of like really hot like, energy can like provide for so much more it's like each you know how humanity has discovered new sources of energy at each step like first we used sticks then we used fire then we used coal then we used yeah. electricity then we split the atom each step is yeah, like so exponentially like, more energy than the previous. Like it'd be funny to say that so cars run on nuclear fusion, burning wood. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. If if that happens, cars will have to like fossil fuels will be complete. Like yeah. nuclear energy has so much more energy than than coal. Yeah, so just like, like this fusion sense, has even actually, more energy than it's nuclear. like kind of comparable to like how we transition from walking to driving a car. Right, it's an exponential bound comparable to yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Becomes right. more efficient. X. Exactly. You. 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 You, you can't. It's hard to explain. It, not. It's hard to visualize. But each step mm-hmm. is like so. I guess talking much, about much, uh, much higher a, than the previous. A big use of the so moon let me days. see. <clears throat> no, because talking about I guess extracting resources from uh, things that uh, outer space. I feel like we should transition to uh, talking about asteroid mining because that's something that. Uh, I'm more knowledgeable. I'm more knowledgeable about. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll wait for you to find the helium. Hang on, video. wait. You ask one second. So, hang on. Yeah. So plain old hydrogen is not good for uh, fusion reactions. That's why we need something like deuterium or tritium. Deuterium is basically hydrogen uh, with a, 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 a hmm. neutron, right. and tritium yeah. is hydrogen cool. with two neutrons. Um, but we can use helium three, which is helium. Yeah. So the moon, solar winds cause huge deposits yeah, of helium three, three on the moon. And if we mine that, wow, it's, it's basically an economy for the moon. That's actually interesting. At that point, we got a moon base. So <clears throat> let's move on to our next piece of technology. So. Oh, Rishi, yeah. you want to? Rishi, you want to uh, talk about space yeah, elevators? Space elevators. I mean, space elevators are really cool. I mean, the the see, I mean, space elevators are exactly how they sound. It's it's essentially an elevator that uh, that allows you to travel between different types of planets. But the problem with it is, um, no, yeah. no, no, Rishi, hold up. Space elevators carry you. Space space elevators literally just carry you from the earth like beyond the influence of gravity not beyond the influence of gravity but they it's literally yeah, that the same exact space. thing as a rocket because you're basically getting into it see the thing is the thing is fuel, it's not like uh, a rocket where you're work. shoving fuel out the back and launching into space this is where it's a string tied to like mm-hmm. an anchor in space so it's so like, like an act- oh, no, gosh, it, it's, it's hard to visualize that it's like clock. an actual elevator so pretty much Imagine, 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 imagine taking a, a yo-yo and spinning it around like your, your, your finger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you're holding one end of the string and you have like a weight on the other end and just spin it around. You're going to, it's, the string is going to so straighten out. So my question would be, then what's going to hold spin, the right? top of the string? 
So, so basically, the idea is that uh, this counterweight that's spinning. Mm-hmm. You know how when you when you uh, like if you've ever held hands with someone and and spun in a circle, you know how both of you feel like you're being pushed yeah, so outwards, yeah, yeah. you know, centrifugal force. Yeah. So basically, the same idea is that if we do that with a counterweight, like like a like a space station on the other end of a string attached to the Earth, basically that space station will orbit around the Earth. And that string will go all the way to the bottom. It will go all the way to the surface. Does that make sense? So and that's on that string, you can attach like an elevator and it can just climb up that string all the way to the top. And the thing is, because the space station is already orbiting around the Earth because the Earth is spinning, you don't need as much energy you go up because rockets have to go up. So it's like the main use of this. Is it, 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 it going to like orbit? A... So this, so this device the space elevators essentially r- remove the necessity to go sideways into to enter orbit you only have to go up the rotation of the earth itself will take you in a circle and, and it doesn't you take you to like a to go into orbit. like a, a specific destination of source it, it just it's just for like you to like view the universe i guess yeah oh oh i have a really good way to put it so you have a string right and you have a counterweight and you're like yeah. spinning it around your hand, right? So you can imagine like something, uh, uh, a string spinning around your hand. Imagine you have a ha- ant that's on your hand. And as you spin the string, the ant climbs up all the way to the string to the, to the side of the thing that's spinning. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the ant has only used energy to travel up and down the string. But it is also moving in a circle oh. faster and faster because of the... Yep. energy that's already that makes spinning. more sense so doing that we eliminate the need for rockets because rockets are expensive they take a lot of weight uh-huh. and that eliminating rockets is the next step the, the it's elevators though is traveling far it's, and wide um, like like durability like we, we haven't found the material to actually withstand that yeah. speed right um People would actually like, yeah, like actually, that's why nanocarbons are literally the future. Graphene will literally be the future. Yes, carbon, carbon is my absolute favorite. It's carbon fiber, I love carbon. No, dude, so graph- <laughs> graphene is hell yeah. Oh I'm telling you, graphene, carbon fiber, diamond, everything, all yeah. good things come from carbon. When you add carbon to, to iron, mm-hmm. it becomes steel. Carbon, exactly, exact. carbon makes life too. Yeah. So ever. Wait. So. So. Uh. So Rishi. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk to y'all more about that, like space elevator idea, right? So I get that it's like you're attaching two ends of a string, one to the moon, one to the Earth, right? No, no, no. One, one, one end is a space station orbiting Earth. The other end of the string is like touching. Oh, so it's not for like the moon directly. It's just like around the Earth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I it was like, to get into I orbit. It was like it's to get into Earth's orbit. No, because at first I think Rishi said because once you're because once you're no, in Earth's at, orbit, at first I think Rishi really said that it, it's meant from you for you to travel to planet to planet, and that kind of puzzled me. Yeah, that's not quite. Yeah, even oh, if okay. it was yeah. for traveling to planet to planet, that would be almost impossible because the amount of so. Now, this brings us to the next thing. So, so since we said space elevators are a little unrealistic because of how uh, 
how strong the anchor on earth would need to be and how durable the string would need to be. That brings us to like a upgrade to the space elevator that makes it easier to build, uh, which is Rishi. You know what's coming. (laughs) No, no, uh, the upgrade to the the device itself. Skyhook, oh, yeah. You can you can talk about skyhooks. Alright. I feel like I'm talking. I, I haven't briefed myself <laughs> in skyhooks in a while. Okay, so skyhooks basically take now take that space elevator, shorten it, and now have it spinning mm. above the in in the atmosphere. So oh gosh, this is no, even harder to visualize. <laughs> um so 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 think about uh, <clears throat> what's the use of a skyhook? Put put it that way. Talk about so it's it's like a slingshot. It's like it, a it, slingshot it, it, that that it's it's like a sling. Yeah. It's like a satellite. What's that's the point slingshot. of it? Does that make sense? You guys know how trebuchets uh, work? No. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. You know how catapult works, right? So, like, on one side of the catapult, it's it's angled and to an axle. And then the tip of the catapult, it has a payload. And then when the catapult is flung forward, it uh, takes that payload with it. Now, imagine, instead of the ca- catapult, like, you pull it down and it releases upward. Now, imagine mm-hmm. it's just constantly spinning. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I, I see an image of it now. So, basically, what it is... Oh, oh, V-Bus. V-Bus, the best way to visualize it... Um, Okay, I'm sorry. I'm coming up with all these analogies, but you guys ever see um, what's it called? Oh shoot, what's that? What's like that Olympic the sport pole? called? Uh, the the track and field sport. No, no, no. It's not pole vaulting. Yeah, it's the one where it. you grab that heavy object and yeah. you spin oh, around yeah. in a circle. I, I don't and know where you, you throw shot it. Put. It's called shot, shot put. put. Yeah, shot put. It's not... where, where you spin in. A... No shot. Yeah. Shot put. No, no, no. Shot put is where you put it on your shoulder. I'm talking about. The the disc no it's not the discus throw well it's kind of like the discus throw I know what you mean it's uh, like hold you, on let me let me look it up it's some like ball okay. or something like that right and you spin around and you have to whoever yeah, throws it the furthest and then use that track and field sports running okay hold on Olympics rules hold on throw okay let's see throwing events javelin throw shot put discus throw it's, it's the, the hammer, hammer throw. The hammer That's throw. what it is. Look up the okay, video guys, of it. guys, just guys. Look. Watch so the basically, the, the thing about the sky hook is, it's the idea. It's simple. Basically, what we do is we store energy with like giant rotating uh, tethers in order. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, is it called yes, tether ball? Exactly. No, I, I don't so, know. That's something else. Look up. Just look up a pic. Look up. Like a so, basically going like back to elevators, so at for the sky hook, at, at one end is basically like a counterweight, and then at the other end, it's a hook, and then it would fly. It's like a hook, and then that hook literally like it yeah. would fly above and Earth, and it would just, and it would like it would basically just like skim like far enough the atmosphere to um to mitigate a drag. That's the best way to Guys, put it. Okay, here's. Yeah, guys. Okay, stand up. Stand up right now. Hold your hand mm-hmm. out like in in the in a T position. Like hold it. Hold your right hand out and like put it up ninety degrees. Now start spinning, and like imagine the momentum you had if you were to like slap yes. someone with with your spinning hands. 
<laughs> so it's like that, but imagine your hand is a hook, and that hook can grab mm-hmm. onto spaceships and yeah. fling so them in another direction. Like you fling it in wait, a path. Wait, wait, hold up. So this is what I want to say, right? So basically, spinning. what would happen with this whole skyhook thing is like, so in, I understand it now. So an aircraft would basically it would like fly up to the edge of space and then yeah, uh, and launch payload capsules up. Then catches it the hook and then launches the, it on the, the other direction. And then the skyhook would basically transfer the energy yes. of the payload capsule, and it would basically do that by throwing it up into a higher orbit. And then it, uh, maybe, I guess, to be caught by, like, another rotating system to, like, launch it further and further. And then basically, we don't need to make... Yeah. Like, the, it, it doesn't need to be, like, as ridiculously long as a space elevator. Because uh, we have the technology to do this. And Yeah. Yeah. And we could have done it. And it doesn't, it, like, have done to it touch the though. Earth really and then go into the atmosphere. It can just be... It can, it can just be a... It's like a spinning I'll slingshot. send you guys a picture. Here, I'll send you but guys instead a of using here. energy, instead of instead of using energy from like a spring system, it uses the energy of the fact that it's like spinning in in space, and that spinning it catches something on one side and then flings it. The thing in a is, the placement would have spinning. to be precise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you so like we would need really good yeah. pilots to like position them and hopefully the, posi- the position the doesn't change hook, over time then get, go into it and yeah. then so and one question i have is like yeah so is it I, I sent you guys a picture is it only limited to redirecting rockets and stuff or like what are some bigger it can it can literally launch stuff from space so think about it the only thing we have to do we have to get up to the sky hook and then the energy to like get to mars is provided by the sky hook which just Spins around and flings it, and all and the way often it's very that, fuel efficient as well because it it's S- fuel efficient. But the only issue with this is yes. that it's incredibly unreliable because, like, it's exactly. yeah, and you could easily very miss, easily miss the, the hook. hook. And then the problem with that is, is if that happens, you're screwed. But the but you, and 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 also, if you have very small sky hooks, they're gonna lose energy quickly because if they're spinning, they grab something and then throw it in the other direction, yeah. they're, they're going to lose a little bit of that momentum because the, some, the other object has that momentum. But that can be solved if we have enough ships that are coming back to Earth. Because if a ship comes back with a high velocity and it catches it and then slows it down and, and flings it back uh-huh. towards the Earth at a much lower speed, now the Skyhook will have so all... Then, basically, in order for everything to go spin. well, things need to be like incredibly, incredibly, incredibly precise. Yep. So then like tying it back... Yes. Which honestly, in time with go- and with the rise yeah, of AI, yeah, it could be. Yeah, AI yeah, is the future. Right? And so, um, and and then what? what a, an upgrade you can make to the Skyhook is by using heavy moons as like spinning as the center for as the counterweight. So that way, you don't never yeah. have to worry about the Skyhook slowing down. And because the moons have so much more momentum to them because they're so much heavier, they can fling yeah. things like way, way, way farther. Which is why we can use like a Mars moon. We can't use our moon because it's tidally locked, but we can use Mar- Mars. Rishi, remember that part of the video? Oh, yeah. The super tether, the super sky hook. Right? So. <clears throat> and then that brings me to that brings us Asteroid to the Mars. next idea which is 
the next part oh, of well, I just exactly that, that. you got it <laughs> no well i mean i kind of had an idea you guessed yeah it. <laughs> okay the, the one thing i want to talk about asteroid mining is and um, you know neil degrasse tyson has said the first uh, guy who mines asteroids will be the first trillionaire the global market the thing is mining that much metals and and precious hold metals up, hold it's up. gonna it's the, gonna the it's global gonna, market value of asteroid mining is actually insane i did research on this before and i think maybe in 2016 2017 maybe it, it had already like without it even happening as far as i'm concerned uh it, it the industry already i mean we haven't mined 712 million uh, u.s dollars and and then and then See, this is why Elon Musk could become and then way uh, in twenty twenty five, it's expected to reach about three point seven billion US dollars. So yeah, if Elon Musk, <laughs> yeah, see, and the idea is that we build a uh, a okay. moon base, to the- then we build a skyhook, then we go all the way to Mars for really cheaply. Because right now, Elon Musk is going to take some people to Mars, and we're going to do that colonization. But once we have a skyhook. Mars will be so much easier, so much cheaper, mm-hmm. and we can make Mars permanent. The only thing is, gravity is like, uh, I, I don't understand. How can we have artificial humans gravity. grow on Mars if <laughs> you can't gravity. artificial? That's not how gravity works. Artificial gravity is, is no, artificial gravity is genuinely science not. fiction. That's genuine science fiction. The only way to build you could, new artificial gravity is If you guys have seen the movie, that's like uh, spinning. Martian, like yeah. Like he basically lives like in this facility. Martian. Yeah. Did you see how on their ship? Did you see how on their ship? Um, they uh, they had that spinning yeah, yeah. part so that you it feels like they have gravity have on their ship. You can't have electronically generated gravity. Really. That's that's completely science fiction. But but that spinning when you when you have a ship that has like a module that spins and you're standing like on the. Exactly. Yeah. Part, yeah, you're right. It's, it's it not, feels yeah, like it's gravity okay, yeah. because of the centrifugal. It's not force. exactly gravity, but it it does give some sense. <laughs> it's just remember, it, remember, if you're in a car yeah. and it turns, Guys. you're pushed to the side of the car. Remember, it's that idea. It, but instead of a, but instead of a car turning, it's a it's a, a module of a spaceship turning. And you're for anybody listening to this, in the, for anybody listening to this in the future, uh, please tell to me visualize. how your AP Mars history class goes. <laughs> tell yeah. us if we nailed it. If if this if is how everything happened, then. sure. If this is how history <laughs> went. Oh, it's rip. Elon Musk. Hey, with cri- things like CRISPR and. Uh, Bacteriophages, Ooh. we're we're gonna yeah. we're, we we can live for a long time. In yeah, fact, we can eliminate thing. aging. But that's for next week. But but there there's something so, I want. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, yes, sir. so, so yes, the sir. thing with asteroid mining is is like um yeah obviously you know it's clearly worth a lot of money but like at what cost like why is it worth so much more than like all resources here and and like. Because remember, to build all this space, no, no, I, I know, but like, ships, we the need thing is, though, is that, like, what makes like, uh, I saw this video once where it said like, you know, uh, there's like asteroid gold or something like that. Where I like, think, I think to be honest, like, in the end of things, I think it's gonna balance out. Like right now, mining may be considered like a trillionaire dollar enterprise, but think about it this way. So. If you're mining, you're probably going to have, like, a colony established on Mars or the moon, right? That's probably going to be a prerequisite, right? Because you need to have people there. Yeah. Right? 
But the thing, would be. like, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. thing some of us fail to consider is that stuff like water is now going to spike in value because the people on Moon and the Mars actually need that more than we do here, right? Well, uh, we could discover water on both. Yeah, but it's just it's just the that's, that's example, that's right? So I think like if we were to get to a point where like there's a moon yeah. base, Mars base, whatnot. Yes, mining would be like a trillion dollar industry, but I think you would also expect growth in other in, in other industries where it's like their rare commodities on the moon and things Mars. necessary for survival. I think you mean right, like yeah, like maybe fish or yeah. something like that. Oxygen, you know? <laughs> yeah, oxygen. yeah, especially oxygen. Yeah, but yeah, so like that's what I'm saying. Like you never know how it's gonna impact markets and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a really good point. Which, speaking of, we I guess we could transition yeah. into our next subject of, of having a Mars base, which we kind of already touched up on here. We do, we really... The thing that I, I don't get about having a Mars base, though... The problem, yeah. I think the best thing to do is, is for humans, add, like, weights that you can wear. I don't yeah. know. That you constantly wear while you're oh, on, on planets with lower gravity. Like... Imagine like strapping. You know how the, those you have those lead mm-hmm. jackets that you wear when you have X-rays. Imagine having that like you strap that on your legs, strap one on your thighs, strap one on your arms, strap one on every part of your body, so all your muscles get worked like they would on Earth. But in the lower gravity, it'll balance out. I think that's the best solution for low gravity environments because because if babies themselves are literally like yeah. growing in the womb in low gravity. They're gonna they're gonna be yeah, born with like thinner bones, smaller muscles, everything, and there's no way they can there's yeah. no way they can be able to return back like, to Earth uh, in that kind of shape. So the only I think the only place babies can really be born is on Earth, or people uh, yeah. who are born on Mars are gonna have to live unless, there for the rest unless, of their like, lives. In the future, they and they're gonna grow way taller like, in than, between than Earth to like humans. make a substitute force of gravity or something. But I don't know. If that's- Unless there's like a unless like Mars hospitals are in orbit yeah, and they have those like spinning stations that simulate Earth gravity, like the Martian. Rishi, do you, do you guys remember that that spinning part I, of the to be honest with you, I saw it like five years ago. So. That, the... Just okay. Look up a picture of the Hermes ship from the Martian, and you'll see there's this big ring like attachment uh... on the ship. Oh, that ring, yeah. like, so that's it spins gravity. around the center of the ship basically, and you stand and you stand on the out and you stand on like the inner I edge see. of that ring. Does that make sense? You stand on the inner edge of the ring as it spins, and that inner when you stand there, that inner edge is that's where basically you feel, where everyone lives, right? is where you feel the sensation of gravity. So it's similar. That's that, yeah, that's where the okay, wait, wait, wait. Other I parts of the ship is where they're the question, but you know, speaking of a Mars base, that would basically, uh, you know, as we were talking about earlier, like uh, colonization, right? So that would basically be like the first steps of colonization on Mars. And then, as you said, if people were to be born there, etc., they would have to live there, right? But the only issues mm-hmm. that I would have with that and why, like, let's say in the future, I would never want to be in that situation is because if you're, it's not like an open society. And when I mean open, I mean like literally open, like, because the entire time, if you're there, you have to basically stay in like, you uh, in the Martian, I do remember that, uh, he basically had to live in like this, like inflatable, like. Yeah. yeah, that's the point. So, 
this will take like hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of years. But we could terraform Mars. But we could over so very for, slow periods of time. Like, we could start emitting some that's like, nitrogen that's like and oxygen into the atmosphere like to make it like Earth's atmosphere. Right? Earth it's is like, obviously majority. Why are we nitrogen. going into outer space to like mess up another planet's yeah. like ecosystem? Yeah. It's, well, as okay. As we another know, yeah. that, that planet as, as far doesn't as have life, know, right? So. As far as we know, it doesn't have life. So it's not really anything ethical, because as far as we're concerned, there's no other life in the solar system. There can't be carbon-based life, definitely, on other planets. There could be... Scientists have theorized that there could be other life that are based on different elements, but for now, all we know is life is carbon-based. And in all the planets in our system, carbon-based life is only possible on Earth. So as far as we know, the the solar system is basically our yeah, our I mean, property like, to explore. Not property, it, but, but then like I feel like even our space if there's to not life, like what is the what's the point of like ravaging a whole planet just for like its resources, right? Like I wouldn't really say ravaging is is the right word to say. It's colonization. It's not ravaging. It's like new. F- it's it's. I'd say I think it is. See, because then you could say the same thing about Earth, right? Then you could be like, oh live. well, well, why are we? Uh, you know, like, why don't we all just continue? Why don't we all just live in like a huge jungle instead of houses and stuff? Because that way, it's better for the environment. Like the idea is that human, our our brains have allowed us to advance. Yeah, I'm not saying like we're above animals or above nature, but the fact that we have advanced brains have allowed us to take advantage of the resources we see. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not always great because of climate change and things like that, but. Are the fact that we have brains allow us to fix mm-hmm. yeah. problems that we create as well. Speaking of this, I actually that's how that's to, how I view it. I feel like I, I actually wanted to talk. I, about, wait, wait, hold um, up, hold up. Guys, I, like I think the problem, about the stuff, even so. bigger problem with the Mars base, is the radiation exposure. I mean, uh, like we can't. I mean, you see, we would think about it. We would have to wear like every time. See, like I said, Rishi, terraforming. We can literally change the atmospheric composition. But how long would that take? Would we change it or would we adapt to it? Would we change it or would we adapt to it? Like I said, it'll take hundreds of years. So, like, it'll be like the fate. No, no, we won't adapt to it at this point. Unless, yeah. unless we're no, willing no, no, to create but, uh, another species of humans. No, Martians. Like, that'll be literal actual Martians. Isn't there... There has to be, like... Well, yeah, for now, we can live in small stations on Mars that are, like, vacuum-sealed have our proper like atmosphere for, density. Like, and... de- decades, at least. Mm-hmm. Years. Yeah. Awesome. Can you explain terraforming? Uh, no, it's pr- centuries. Like, it's it, definitely centuries. How process works? Uh, it's basically where over you you bring in factories that, like, change the composition of the atmosphere, change the composition of the soil by introducing new elements. And then over time, we can like build a Martian ozone layer. We'll build layers of the atmosphere that block us from radiation by uh, adding some ingredients to oh. Martian sand. It'll turn into like fertile soil, potentially. Plants could well, potentially evolve. In the Martian, uh, how exactly very, do you grow potatoes again? Theoretical, but. He grew potatoes yeah, by okay, using uh, <laughs> old feces. We could no seriously if if there's so much like if there's a lot of animal waste and just waste period biological waste on Earth in the future if there's enough of that we could like 
implant it into Mars. The way that the entire, like I guess, atmosphere, the atmospheric works changes is so that weird we make like, I, I don't know if this is true or not, or I'm pretty sure it is, but apparently, uh, if you like pee in outer space, it turns into like pure clean water. Or is that just a myth? Like urban life? No. That's not... Okay, the... The, the purification systems they have on the ISS, yes, they make it very pure water, but um, it's not like outer space itself does the purification. That's not how it works. Because remember, oh, yeah. things like ammonia are dissolved in... So that, that would so. be... <laughs> yeah, that's not that. But yeah, that's Mars colonization. And then obviously, so... So this is this is in the words of uh, Anakin Skywalker. This is where the fun begins. To be honest, I don't even know the meme. No, I haven't seen the meme. Rishi, you don't know the meme. I don't remember the meme. This is where the fun begins when he's on the ship. Yo, but um, wait. So are we talking about extraterrestrial life? Quite sad. Quite sad. Yeah, no, no, no. So uh, this, so let's let's li- like like do a recount of the progress that we've made in this episode, and for the sake, let's call it humanity in general. So we have infrastructure, right? We have like the methods of travel that are super cheap and uh, accessible, space low energy, and, and mm-hmm. more efficient. So s- skyhooks, maybe space elevators if we dude, get the proper dude, material. No, 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 skyhooks are better. I, I kind of disagree with that because. Space because the thing with the skyhook is it's like we didn't and then we it, have like, like a super unless they make it like that no, efficient and that precise it's really not safe to get anything across yeah but okay at, at this point we have skyhook space elevators we have a mars based moon base we have like out we have th- outposts in the in the solar system mm-hmm. we even have asteroid mining so we now we have raw materials as well now we have in, so we have infrastructure. We have a lot of raw materials from the skyhooks that get us to asteroids and skyhooks on Mars and skyhooks around the Moon and skyhooks on Earth. Space elevator on the Moon, space elevator on Earth, maybe even a space elevator on Mars. So now that we have this infrastructure, now I wanna, that we well, have multiple I outposts, did give like an insight into this what do we do from here? Our last episode, I talked about um, well, basically, you know, as I technically mentioned before. I mean, I can, I can answer that question. Uh, I, I, I was going to say how I was going to talk about it in the next section. What were you going to say? <laughs> so now that we have from here. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> Sorry, we keep uh, taking pauses and we Yeah, well, what I was going to say was basically <laughs> um, in, uh, yeah, like the thing I was going to talk about that I talked about uh, in our last space episode was basically in four billion years, you know, how the sun is basically going to expand to the point where it like reaches Earth and then Earth's going to get decimated by the sun. And then sun's going to explode, all that stuff. I don't know, that's four billion years, exactly. A lot, okay, we have a lot plenty of time. of time for that. Remember, remember, for us, a thousand years is a long time. But what Ishan said, though, it, like, about... Uh, a thousand times that. But what Ishan said so, about, like, us doing... Like, that times uh, four is even longer. ...and, like, ethical thing of, I guess, you know, technically taking over planets, that did kind of uh, relate to this. Because, in a way, right, there's going to be a point where the entire population has to leave Earth and go to mm-hmm. these... Moved or something like that, and recently, the you know through the Hubble Space Telescope or from 
Or at yeah. least I think it's from the Hubble Space Telescope. Yeah, the Kepler chain, right? Like all of these planets that are very Kepler. Earth-like and that, Kepler system. as we know so far, can sustain mm-hmm. uh, carbon-based life, like humans. And they probably have their own... No, if we who knows? Like, in, in my opinion, what if we find carbon-based life yeah. on other planets? That'll be. It's almost guaranteed because of how big the universe yeah. is. And the probability that the and that we're the fact not that those alone planets have water and land like ours ridiculously have, crazy. And um, that brings things in like the Fermi paradox. Obviously, and... they can't you know find out. Never know what kind of crazy mutation. In fact, yeah, they, they might could have be humans. Evolved a species that looks very similar to humans. We might just have been we 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 might have we might just be one example of many, of uh, like a general template of how life evolves on a planet. We might just be an example of that. We could be. It could be that yeah. every on a bunch of other planets it started as bacteria. Then we started getting multicellular. Then we started getting some life with that developed intelligent ways of con con con. What's the word? Organs, organ systems. Of developing consciousness, awareness, and intelligence. We don't know. We don't know. There could be literally another human species. Or and another true. species and, and that they could be having their the own exact same conversation and, as us right now. And, and, and one thing that I want to say is... Yeah. Exactly. One thing I wanna... We could have something like... like something that you brought up, Ashwin, last episode where you talked about, like, this... Uh, I don't know, like, this system, yeah. I guess, where, like, there's, like... Uh, like these different rankings of uh, what is it? Is that the Kardashev scale where there's basically like at the, at the very scale. top, it's kind of like Star Wars, where like one species, I guess, kind of like rankings of civilization. Okay, well, okay, you know, so what Star I mean. Wars isn't a universe, that's just one galaxy. And by the way, galaxies are so insanely big, galaxies are so insanely big. Honestly, it really won't matter for us to expand well, we have beyond to, as, our as galaxy because right, it's just future, because so uh, insanely huge. Like, no, no, Vibas, Vibas. If you look at if you look at uh, the size, like, so we've sent radio yeah. communications um, uh, throughout space, right? And they've been traveling for ten years, maybe. If you look, at, and uh, if you know the speed of light, if you look at a, uh, uh, at like a some videos they show you the, the they show you this little square which is the total extent of of the total range of how far our radio signals have traveled and if you zoom out and it's a picture of of our entire milky way that square at that range in which we <laughs> sent radio signals it's like a single pixel so and, and that's like 10 light years if it's been if the light has been travel if the waves have been traveling for 10 years and the galaxy is a hundred thousand light years in diameter. Something so I know that uh, there's I, still I think in like the '60s or something. There's this really famous scientist whose name was Carl Sagan, and um, along with someone else, he basically like sent this yes. uh, like this record player, I think. Is that yes, what it's called? The yes, disc? yes, 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 yes. The 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 disc. It's like it's it's this disc with like, and it ha- has two pictures. Yeah. It has a picture of a male and a female. Like what our what our species look like. It also has this really interesting way of measurement and like gives di- of of communicating because because if you if you think about it, if we meet other species, we won't even able we won't be able to even we. It's not that it's not like 
will be speaking different languages. It's like completely different ways of communicate. It's we can't even yeah. comprehend yeah. of of how they might communicate if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if that species communicates <laughs> with like? I highly doubt that brain received it, and you want to know why? Electromagnetic, like because we won't even be able to certain, comprehend because there's a certain point in space where everything just it's it just like freezes, yeah. unless it's like a star or something like that. Free. I think you mean. No, you know uh, what I mean. Like, like, wait, so question, that. question about that, right? So, um, we're in the Milky Way galaxy, right? Just like getting off the bat, and then at the center of our galaxy is this like yes, proposed sir. huge black hole, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, one question I had that I was gonna ask earlier is yes. like, is our universe actually expanding or is it shrinking because of that black hole? It's expanding. It's expanding, and then, like, how is it? It's expanding. It's expanding. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about... Remember, like, Ishan, there are billions of galaxies, galaxies in the universe. Our galaxy... Our galaxy is, like... Our galaxy... Okay, well, actually, our galaxy, it's not shrinking... It's not expanding necessarily because of how close things are. Or because of gravity. Gravity, it, it's, it's like... It's like you're skating on an ice rink, and... The ice is expanding, mm-hmm. like the air, total area, the ring, the borders of the ring, ice rink are expanding. So by nature of that, some some skaters will make use of that expanded space and move yeah. closer to the outside. But it's not like their bodies are being ripped apart. Actually, over time, since since nothing can technically expa- escape that expansion, uh, eventually galaxies will all be mm-hmm. ripped apart and everything mm-hmm. will yeah. become like uniform because of entropy. You know what I mean? Event- at the e- very, very end of the universe, a total entropy will be achieved and like everything will be completely uniform. Complete- so it's like one, it's going to be like evenly distributed atoms everywhere. So no energy can happen. Everything will be cold and dark. No energy exchanges. No will high energy ever moving to low though? energy. That's, that's when the universe is truly dead. <laughs> you said, wait, but, but if it's constantly expanding, Yes. Because of... Dude, it's going to take like 10 to the 27 power years to do that. <laughs> and for all intents and purposes, that is... Yeah. So when the time forever. eventually comes so. after forever, I guess we could say, then... Whoops. So... <laughs> the only thing that'll be left yeah. during that time are things like black dwarfs and black holes. So, so at the end, like, and even um, those will eventually there have been evaporate and that die out. Are really interesting to me. They say obviously this is like we can't even imagine how far it is away, but obviously there will be a time when everything comes right. So at the end, you know, as we know now, our our universe is like, uh, you know, it's pitch black with all these different, you know, like galaxies, bright stars, po- yeah, yeah, supernovas, mm-hmm. pockets of energy, right? Eventually, these pockets of energy, because of so, entropy, so these pockets of energy so will how be would completely like evenly dispersed. All this... With no would exception. Like plain white? It would, it would be like a... No, it would be plain dark. Remember, at that point, nothing is interacting. There are no pockets of energy, so no light can be emitted. No, nothing's reacting. And that's exactly another, how it would have been with before the Big Bang. Nothing is collecting in one location. 
Yes. Well, oh, the Big Bang is really confusing because before the Big Bang, the, 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 there's nothing like the Big Bang. The Big, uh, it's really, really weird to explain. But before the Big Bang, nothing was never anywhere because weird. everything was everywhere at the same time. And then, so it's like, it's like before the Big Bang, this dimension outside of time and space existed. So it's like. Everything existed nowhere, never, all at the same time, was going to happen, already happened, is what? happening. It's <laughs> never happened. So, like, there's no concept time. of time? It, it's, it's really confusing. <laughs> it's, so, 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 nothing was so, never anywhere while everything was always everywhere. And always will be everywhere. Always was everywhere. The Big Bang already happened, is happening, will happen. So there's no time and space. While nothing is happening, always will happen, and always has happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. no time so and space. So it's, it's like nothing. I'm trying to picture that in my head. So like, how would I be able to it's visualize really, it? It's really, really weird to explain. It's just... You can't. You can't because humans have to think of so in my head... time and space. But if I were neither of those exist from, before I don't the Big know, Bang. another universe, if, if that's even possible. Nothing was never anywhere, which so is why everything was black. everywhere at, yeah. in the future, in the present, and in the past. You, you... <sighs> it's but really weird everything... to explain. It's just everything <laughs> yeah, I'm was so... that's, that's the best way <laughs> to explain so... it. That's the point, man. Everything was nothing, and a single point of energy just went kaboom. And boom, there's a so universe like now. Lo- and there's uh, something so in a like certain place like at a specific and time, and time is progressing, and then space is being created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nothing was never anywhere while everything was everywhere, and then an infinitely small point of energy has already happened, is going to happen, is happening, and is about to explode, and big boom, big bang. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how that made sense to you. It's really weird. See, so there's this funny, there's this funny meme or something, not meme, but something I watched that <laughs> scientists create such dumb names like black holes and big bangs just because, uh, just because of how confusing all these concepts are. They can't bother themselves with creating complex... Oh, okay, so this is the best way to put it. It's possible that theories. before the Big Bang, the universe was an infinite stretch of an material persisting in a steady state until, for some reason, the Big Bang occurred. An ultra-hot... But... Again, it's not like time was passing while it was. Technically, time would have existed. No time existed. No space existed. No, time literally did not exist. I I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how you could picture this because I, like, even when. (laughs) Dude, I can't. It's like nothing ever else existed except for the universe itself. Exactly. You know what? It was just... We believe in religion. Oh, it <laughs> helps explain everything a lot easier. 
But I honestly, actually, honestly, honestly, in don't. religion, like I, I don't, I, I don't think that it's something that's made up. Yeah, I, I, I'm not yeah. actually. This is something else. This is something else. Completely. But I do believe. But, but hey, this is all beside the point. Yeah, a lot, that's a huge a misconception, misconception because I mean, like, you're either I mean, religious I, 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 or you're scientific. Me, that's not true. No, for you me, don't I, have to believe. I, like, I believe, I, I believe that stuff. God really like, does exist in because in my religion, Hinduism, at least, it's written in stuff. Faith is but, all that matters. But I don't like. I, in my genuine opinion, I believe that religion is is real. Like, it, like God was genuinely there, and it's not something that people made up to have a better understanding of things. Yeah. Anyway, this is this is beside the point. But you know how in all religions we think, or not all religions, but in Hinduism specifically, we think of God as it exists everywhere. No, and not necessarily it exists at all times, but no time. That's the same concept. No, I, did, I did read it, but it's that he didn't mean it like, like literally nowhere. That's like he meant like he's there, just not everywhere. in sight. It's it's like. It's a it's omnipresent, omniscient. So it's and like there's a divine presence there. Omnipotent, but... omnipresent, yeah. and om, omniscient. Yeah. You know how when people say like like, yeah, like, like oh is, you know this is religious we're not talking about this. We, we can get that. it's kind of like but that. that's I'm guessing right so, somewhere along the lines of that yeah something like that and we can think of that as what happened was like before the Big Bang there's. Nothing never existed. So essentially, everything if you think also about it, existed because there is that single speck of energy that exploded. Basically, just be the same thing repeating over again. Because, like, hear me out, hear me out. Because before everything, before everything, right? Uh, like, well, as you said, there's nothing and everything at the same time. And then the Big Bang occurred, and then here we have, you know, the universe, all these galaxies, Earth. Etc. Etc. And then, as you said, once there's going to be a point where uh, tenth, uh, tenth to the twenty seventh power years later, we're basically like, er- oh well, okay, well, who? <laughs> I mean, I was just making up a number, but that's a, but no, 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 Vibas. That at that point, it's not that, that, at that point, space and time will still exist. That's the thing. When everything's uniform and maximum maximum entropy has been reached. Space and time will still exist. That's a key difference. It's beyond our comprehension. That's where we don't know. We we just we just don't know what will happen. Yeah. Beyond our comprehension, long, beyond, long our time beyond even our imagination, not just comprehension. Okay, so let's get back to like the near future. I can't believe I'm saying this near future, but yes. after our Mars base, do you remember? Okay, uh, Rishi, you watched the video yes. on Dyson spheres, correct? Mm-hmm. You watch the video. So we can on we can talk engines. about the Dyson sphere. Bet, 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 bet. Okay. So yeah, so think about it. We have a lot of raw materials from asteroid mining. We have a lot of energy from potentially fusion. We have space infrastructure from skyhooks and stuff, and we have outposts on the on Earth, Moon, and Mars. Mm-hmm. Now, Rishi, let's talk What's about that? the next step we take, which is the Dyson sphere, yeah. which is how we can harvest almost unlimited energy we already said fusion has so much hold energy. up hold up well, i, I, I want to cut in here gives us even more i want to cut in here really quickly fusion, for those of you guys that because are because we're going to a bigger a source of fusion which is, the is sun basically itself. two separate words it's basically a man-made star 
Mm-hmm. And absorbs it. Oh, no, no, no. It's a man yeah, right. structure. <laughs> think about like, And a large percentage of its power output. That's the best way to think of it. Yeah. So, no, yes. think about it like so Rishi. Think about like a trillion Rishi, solar yes. panels surrounding, so Rishi, can you, uh, um, surrounding the sun. Yeah. If you guys think actually see that. like concept images of what it looks like, it's actually insane. And orbiting the sun. Exactly. <laughs> so we no. can't build a structure that surrounds the sun because then we're, we're blocking ourselves from the sun. But, but, but what Rishi and I, in this video we watched, it, it's a very real and potential thing that, a potential con- proof of, con- yeah. not proof of concept, but concept that can be done, which is a Dyson swarm. Which is a swarm of satellites that are constantly orbiting. And because they don't just cover up the sun, we'll still Would have people be able to like brightness to warm like, our warm not inhabit, and but like, keep the earth like live on habitable. Not live on you know how like live on the sun? No, that's not what I mean. You know how like in space <laughs> You know how like people like uh, there's some satellites where like it's like a part of like a bigger structure where like astronauts like visit it and like repair like the insides like Not live in it, but like exposed to too much. Yeah, no, it would not it, be very it has, a good idea you know, like, to live in it. Basically, it should have the power output uh, similar to the sun if we're talking about a star, right? So nobody would be able to survive that heat. Yeah, but Rishi, let's, you want to yeah. elaborate so, about how we so basically, how, how like the going video back proposes to-, to build the Dyson Sphere? So let oh, so you okay, should okay. describe it like oh. how he does the three categories and how we obtain each one. Oh yeah, so uh, the category of energy, uh, the category of raw material, right? and the category the... of transportation. Yeah. So basically, the first part of it is collecting yes. yeah. materials. Oh, that's, that's so like it. we Perfect. said, the like the raw minerals. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the whole point of asteroid mining to get all these minerals, so that we asteroid that way mining. we have sustainable fuel. And then the next step. Yeah, the metal metal for building this and, and then the next metal part for is building the swarm. Mm-hmm. We got designing. We we design then. We but even that won't be quite enough. Which is why factories, um, um, like establishments, stuff like this. So that way we can, um, essentially, um, set up something like I don't know, maybe a space elevator or, a, um, or a sky. Yeah, what was that? Okay, yeah, anyways, so that way we can um, set up like a skyhook or space elevator. That way we can shoot up the um, the Dyson swarms, right? Guys, I actually apologize for that. That was uh, Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono? Yes. <laughs> you guys don't know. Okay, never mind. That's not important right now. That was just uh, something I accidentally clicked on. Uh, ignore that. Ignore that. <laughs> Ignore that whole ordeal. Yeah, go back to what we were talking about, the Skyhook, right? Or we were talking about um, <laughs> the, the Dyson Sphere, how it connects to the Skyhook. No, the Dyson Sphere. So, yeah, material, design, and energy. So, uh, yeah. so Rishi just outlined it. Now, for materials, we already talked about, we have asteroid mining, right? But that's not quite enough. What kind of materials? We, uh, one thing we didn't go into depth about. For a swarm of... It's of solar panels. We need to. Uh, so the idea is that um, we have to basically completely disassemble Mercury, the planet Mercury. <laughs> so, 
And the idea is that using the infrastructure that we have, using space elevators, using a moon base, using skyhooks, using asteroid mining, we get to Mercury. On Mercury, we have a small group of advanced, super yeah. smart human technicians, or maybe AI. Mm-hmm. And then also some robots who do mining. They mine Mercury for all the materials. We get materials, materials, materials. And then I just have a quick question. We start uh, refining these. We start building. And um, how how would those pretty soon uh, we have the raw technicians or the AI, yeah, Vibas, just survive on Mercury? Because if you step on one half of the planet, you're burned alive. On the other half, you're frozen. You're in ice. Well, okay. But even yeah, that's the wouldn't the AI not function though? Take robots AI to do that in those because extreme temperatures. No, but in those extreme no AI can though. I mean, robots don't need food, water. They don't need waste disposal. They yeah. don't need food. See, the temperature is extreme, but it's not enough to, like, melt metal. Yeah. Or it, 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 we, definitely, humans, we definitely have metals that can withstand temperatures like that. For sure. Things Tungsten uh-huh. is, like, one of the highest melting point materials that we have. It's, like, 6,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's this possibility. And it def- the, the mercury definitely does not get that hot. Yeah, so we we have AI. We could potentially by that point we've developed super AI, like um, right. So that stuff starts mining, and now Rishi, talk about the design. So we have the raw materials. We've disassembled Mercury. We have factories and refineries on Mercury. We have asteroid mining, and we've gotten to Mercury. And the, the solar energy on Mercury helps as well because it's so much closer to the sun. So we have the energy to make it, and we okay, have so you want me to explain sources to make it. Rishi, right? how? Explain, please. Yeah. So, like, so essentially, design, I mean, d- design, um, how how we launch it. Yeah, yeah, the folding mirror, which like sends it up, right? Like yeah, you know yeah. that folding so mirror. So it's kind of like I don't know. I mean, I guess you can kind of compare it to a roller coaster. I guess. Yeah. Um, but. Oh yeah, a rail gun. That's perfect. Yeah, a rail gun. A rail it's, it's gun. It's kind of like yeah, it shoots it. Up. Yeah, it shoots so it up. So we use the, rail guns to launch up these, the swarm. It's kind of like a kind of like a bullet. It's kind of like a bullet train. And then once once it mm-hmm. shoots, shoots it up to the surface, that's um, that's it. That's essentially where they set up the Dyson swarms. And what's cool about it is that they have like spaces in between the Dyson swarms. So um, that light can still go through it, right? Like you're exactly, yeah, and we would die in 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 an instance. Yeah, so we don't. But actually, I think that would be very bad. Yeah. Well, well one thing I have a question takes, about in, light in terms of the feasibility is well, how would you <laughs> get <point>. those Dyson <laughs> spheres in those specific positions? You know, again the. Mm-hmm. That's actually wait, a good wait, question. Wait, I don't question? know. That's like a logistics thing that future humans will have to figure out. <laughs> so basically, he was saying, like, yeah. how can we get uh, or, uh, these, these these mini satellites into yeah. position yeah. around the sun? Because like we're putting so many of them, but what if some of them crash into each other? Oh, and if that happens, it's gonna start an exponential reaction where all the debris crashes into other ones, 
and pretty soon we well, can have I mean, I mean, there has to be some technology, some AI all technology, all of the swarm like they were like, the sides, which could be itself very like bad because exactly that instantly to cut off, cuts, is, cuts off all energy. These many, yeah. Based so on the, the conceptual that images are, that I'm seeing, though, these mini satellites on. are like each of these satellites has like solar panel attached to them, and they're just and they're just. See, yeah. Bus, I think when you look See, up at Dyson's because what I'm seeing, like, seeing it's like it's like this like huge like, like metallic structure with, which has satellites on the outside of it. So basically, each of these satellites. What you're saying is is that it's basically like literally a bunch no, of no, satellites. No, 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 no. Like uh, swarm. Okay, hang on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, no, I can see that. That's probably what they talked about in the video. You guys were Literally a bunch of yeah. satellites go, just going around the sun. See, let me... Yeah, just think yeah, about, so like, that's, a... Like, that swarm would essentially create a sphere. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, I see what you mean. So it would look something like this. Yeah, the swarm creates a sphere. So basically, each of these... Each of these swarms are like each of each of these yeah. satellites are basically a solar panel that refocuses energy and can like shoot it back to a central collection exactly. station, and then these central collection stations. So there's actually so there's there. actually uh, different types. We get so free one is called the Dyson Not free, ring, but another Dyson very, swarm. A lot of you're talking about <laughs> another is called a Dyson bubble and then a Dyson shell. Mm-hmm. The swarm and the bubble are. Yeah, a Dyson similar swarm is definitely the best idea, I think. Because remember, if, if yeah, a ring not, has like not, any dude. imperfection in the design, it'll break. Collapse, These things aren't really close to the sun or star. They're like which really, would be, which would be very mass, nice. Or they're not mad. The thing, the, the thing is about. I, I don't think that we would do this. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Well, Remember, the sun is. I don't think we would enormous. do this. So like, when you to, say these things are close, they're sun, actually pretty far. We have to do this to like a, a bright star. A bright star. We have to do this to our own sun. No, dude, we yeah, would not we would. cover our, the brightness of our sun in any way. Remember when that eclipse happened in our te- in mm-hmm. Texas and yeah. like, and, and and it wasn't a total eclipse. It covered like maybe two thirds of it. Not the full thing. Yeah. Remember how we basically still had a fully sunny day? Nothing. It wasn't like any less bright or anything. That's how bright the sun is. Even covering two thirds of it doesn't make a change in how we live our lives. So yeah, a swarm exactly. would so barely cover two thirds. It wouldn't even cover half. Not even a fourth. Not just po- it's it's. It's like it's like scattering a yeah, bunch of breadcrumbs yeah. on your plate. Speaking, there are uh, still I way guess, more of the of logistically a plate than the bread. This crumbs. is something that a Type Three civilization would would be able to create, which might be us in the future, because they can basically control energy at they can basically control the energy at yeah. at the scale of yeah. Right now, like, we're like a Type host point galaxy, galaxy, which right? in our case would basically be like. Oh, their solar uh, system. Hmm. Well, wait, what? T- what no, type? No, no, no. Uh, this is the, the, right now. This is open? solar system only. We're type one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So below a type one. Right now, where we're we like can use all of the seven seven. For, yeah, all of our planet. Type one is where we fully Type two is where we can and use like, control we, energy we, at the and we yeah, are solar able to maintain our planet like health. Milky, Milky Way. Milky Way. Solar system. 
I don't think type, there's a type three four. is type three. type three is the galaxy. Type four, what is type four of you, boss? As far as I see, there's only three. There, oh, no, wait, there no, is. No, no, it goes no, type no, four, five, oh, wait, and then type. Wait, Omega. hold up, hold up. There is. Wait, there's type that zero. That sounds four, so bad. Five cards separated. So, <laughs> yeah. I see that. Uh, oh, okay, see. okay. So type so four yeah, is anyway, is where we can basically sphere, we harness basically... something called uh, uh, extra galactic energy, or as the way that we might be most familiar with it, it's called uh, dark energy. What's... Yeah. yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, is Ethan back? Like, Ethan, are you back? Out. There he is. Rejoined. Yeah. What's up? Oh, hear me? Yeah. So yeah. once we have this Dyson sphere, right. where do we go from here? Because now we have the, we mined Mercury. Yeah, we can hear you. We mined Mercury. We have a good design for a bunch of mini solar solar panels going around the sun and beaming energy back to us. Well, then we launch them using I mean, the rail biggest change, we'll, Now we are the biggest change can be made on Earth, though, right? Because once from we have sun. this, we can and now all the energy we, we harness, have like, so much energy on Earth. Right? Get rid of our. Uh, well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Fossil fuels, completely get rid of fusion, even, completely even get, of, the, uh, get rid of everything. Uh, renewable because resources that we use Dyson spheres yeah. can have so much energy. Yeah. And all, it can all builds. be annihilated using a Dyson sphere. But remember, it'll take a lot of energy to build a Dyson sphere at first, which is why at first oh. we just launch only one, one satellite. And that satellite makes enough, that energy from that makes another one. Two becomes don't, four, don't four we have becomes to like, eight. Oh, by the way, Austin really exponential growth by a bunch of doubling times in like one decade. What you're talking about, the Dyson swarms, components of it have huh? already been built Rishi, by um, uh, JAXA, the Japanese um, aerospace company. Yeah. Right. Like, what is it called? Oh, back. It was like four years ago. Four they, years ago? How yeah, really? Yeah, they created a Whoa. Yeah, yeah, no. Do you, you not see? Holy Jaxa is a place in India. Dude, how it's is that even possible? We need to launch <laughs> them there first. Wait, what is it called? We need to. Rishi, wait, uh, Rishi, what's the company called? Okay, at this point, yeah, we need same, a Mars base, a Moon base, and some no, skyhook set up first before we do all of that. That's the Japanese aerospace something something. I forgot. But search it up. You should get it up. And the, uh, it's called the uh, yeah. Uh, I believe the ES, ESCO or something like that. Um, one sec. ESCO? No, hold up. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe if Christian von Koenig. ESCO. Koenig said ESCO. Sorry. Who knows? That's cars. We're not talking about cars. Ecaro. It's called Ecaro. Bro, oh, innovation, yeah, bro. Bad, that's what bad. that is. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Ishan, you've been kind of quiet. This, I think, Ishan, you... Um, listening. It kind of just yeah, you've been kind of quiet. Y'all are going along. <laughs> have you, do you no, have I anything to say? Or you just kind of very nice way to get processing. Energy, but yeah, sounds wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you don't, you don't know my something that I think is something called a stellar engine. You, you want to know something is, that I think is really uh, funny that all of us can relate to? You know which how all basically these, like, takes climate... advantage of a Dyson sphere, basically. Them. Well, actually, maybe... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
Maybe a little bit, uh, if you listen to our uh, political episode that we made, but basically... Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, okay, V-Boss, so me too. Th- me these too, guys, too. they're basically fighting for, you know, keeping our climate safe and stuff. Yeah, you know... Yes, I, I, conservative boys unite. I, I wonder how these same guys will feel like. <laughs> what I don't understand... Okay, yes, I, I get wonder you how don't these guys will feel. Like, but why I mean, don't what's you the want point? Okay, like, I'm not saying that we Idiot. have to completely, like... Idiots. You know, because obviously, as we mentioned, right, in... Big brother. No, no. my my <laughs> argument is that why do you want the government to control everything? Yeah. That, no, exactly. But, exactly, bro. No, uh, yeah, but basically what I'm saying is like, you know, because eventually now. in due time, like, there's hey, not... let's not make this episode. If there is, like, now. everything's going to be, like, on fire, basically. Because uh, of how hot... Because of how hot the surface will become, it's right? And, not about and that. that might that's not gonna be in four billion years. That might be <laughs> in two that's billion, two point five billion. Alarmist. Like where the Earth starts becoming like really hot, right? So like even though that is a long, long, long time away, I mean I'm not saying that we should try to like completely like deplete everything and like nobody should care about climate. climate. We want to keep it, you know. We want to keep our atmosphere. Yeah. No, the idea is that if you let people be I just free feel like the way to that, do what they want, I feel like the way that change is trying to be made right now, is the demand really for these kinds of things it. will go up, and we will start innovating. Look at Elon Musk. That's why they're leaving California. That's why you guys taxed Elon Musk yeah, and yeah. Tesla and SpaceX like crazy. Do you think they would be able to build all these rockets? Yeah, no. unfortunately, there's a lot of other exactly coming, but uh... exactly. <laughs> That's why they're coming good to good old yeah, Texas. Completely, love Texas. we need to so save much. our state. I know. Battle of the Californians are coming <laughs> to Texas and infecting. They like. No. It's about to be like $20 for a burger, bro. <laughs> I know. Like that California is, bro. Exactly. <laughs> bro, dude, a, like, a one story house in California costs like, like $2 mil, bro. Yeah. Exactly. It's absurd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, have you seen those Be- Beverly Hills houses? They're like exactly million dollars. Price but if you like look insane. at a house with like it has square a footage and it's like in something like Colorado, it's like four tax, million. Man. That's insane. Dude, I know that. That's why I. I the only thing. Okay, what this is getting heck, political. Bro. This is getting political. But I love I Texas is, so much. I hope for this that these reason. Californians, if if they are coming, I hope they vote. I never want to move out of Texas. Huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Long what? story. Yeah, this is not the point. Because if you vote that blue here in these Texas, guys then Texas are pissing is off be Elon Musk, and, and this is why Elon Musk moved, moved is I moving mean, to Texas. It depends on what like it would entail, but a lot of Democratic policies are the reason why California yeah. is the way. No ruin Texas. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're we're derailing. Okay, stop, stop. Okay, redirect the conversation. Okay, stellar engines. That's the that's the next thing after a Dyson sphere. See, I told you it was like a continuum. Now that we have all this energy, this an huge asteroid. energy surplus, what happens if like a a black hole comes comes close to our solar system, or a supernova is really close by, or or something is too close and we can't really we don't have the time to 
or we or not we don't have the time scientists can know if a black hole or something is coming several thousand years in advance <laughs> but moving the earth how can we we don't we, we obviously we can't move the earth out of the way Bless <laughs> someone has a bacterial phage excuse me oh I'm kidding. Shut up. Bacteriophages don't affect humans. No, bacteriophages phages oh, bacteria. bacteria. Like a virus your body We're uses. not bacteria. No, no, we're multicellular I know. multicellular eukaryotes. So I know. It. I just try to no, make work. a small joke, guys, okay? <laughs> phages are just another I, form I of viruses fun. that specifically target them. Okay, stop derailing. Stop derailing. <laughs> okay. So, so what happens if we can't move the Earth out of the way? We can't get humanity on a spaceship uh, fast enough in time. And besides, we we left all this infrastructure, all of this innovation on in our solar system and we're just leaving it and we have to start fresh like start at the stone age on another planet what if we don't want to do that harder than moving well (laughs) what if we move our entire solar system what whoa uh actually no it's not it's not actually so this this idea this this next wait isn't our galaxy technically moving throughout space this next idea that can come after we have like dyson sphere levels of energy is A stellar oh, engine. Oh, you mean something it's called that a... could like help us like redirect course? So what yeah, no. Be? But what if there's something yeah. in our galaxy that's heading towards us, like a black hole that could not just not envelop the... Earth? Yeah. yeah. So this is a stellar engine. This concept is How... so... the stellar engine could allow us to move Wait, that's, the entire that's so, solar system. That's so like weird though. So like, that we don't have to leave Earth. We don't have to leave all. Like, leave our. It basically uses a star's radiation to create and Mars behind. Yeah. So so basically 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 mm. it's it's like uh, a it's like adding a rocket here's booster to the sun. Here's my question with that though. Oh, Wouldn't cool. that only move the sun? So basically oh, the yeah, idea well, is that we... of gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's a dumb question. Uh remember the sun is I know, yeah, the, I it's like is the sun yes. is 97 yeah, yeah, like right. 98.6% then, of all mass in the solar system. Like a very positive so idea. So when you move I'm the sun, like everything else is going to move with it. Main. Earth is going to move with it. Dude, this paper, this paper that I read, Wait, this the, the paper that this video was uh, drafted by and uh is actually it's peer reviewed and proved. No, 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 hold, hold on. Uh, so I it's see, Rishi, but... it's in the same Kurtz okay, video. So basically, on, on I, I'm video guessing on that the energy input would be from the sun. Stellar and then the way this engine. thing, the way this thing works is so odd though. It's basically like, I don't understand. Like it's like firing like a laser at the sun. Yes, that's what no, it looks like. No, no, it reflects the light from the sun in the opposite direction, so that way the sun can propel in the opposite. Oh, direction. but how does that? Move the sun. That's my question. So, what? Yes. I understand how it gets its energy. So, besides Google Stellar Engine, is that the same? Okay, 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 guys, listen, listen. So, Matthew Kaplan, uh, the professor of physics in the Illinois State University. Didn't they call? uh, Uh, No, this is Kaplan with a C. So this thing is called a Kaplan thruster. 
Wait, so he's, he's not asking a question, guys. Hold like so attaching like, a rocket right, booster right, to the sun. So say we had the engine, right? The Shadow like, Thruster is using a mirror, Rishi. This one is using the, the like the, the force action. of gravity from the yeah, sun doesn't up. get shifted around, and like more is placed on another planet, whereas less is placed on Earth or something, right? <laughs> Austin, hold on. Austin, yeah, hold, no, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's not happen. Here, the sun explain is it to me this way. So I, I sent a picture the on the Horizon group chat. Look at the very last picture. So it's like... And ex- explain to me what exactly that white laser-like thing is. Because that's the thing I don't understand. So what is that exactly? That white laser thing is so actually pushing on the sun. It's In pushing the, the sun direction. forward. So that's what thrusts the entire thing. Yeah. We are essentially yes, firing a beam of so energy like at the sun and firing a beam of energy yeah. opposite to the sun. Mm-hmm. Yes. So in the opposite direction, that pushes the stellar engine forward. Yeah. In the forward direction, we push the sun. So, so it's a rocket. Exactly. That's what, that's what it is. And then if wait, we wait, so do what's that, the... cap, that's called a Kaplan thruster. And if there's another thing called a Shkadov thruster, which is by another professor or I mean, I guess the, he just says. I guess the thrust oh, he what he says is just building like, an entire mirror on the other side of the like, star. I don't know. One of my that mirror is like if you're shifting one of this huge masses in our solar system, right? What if it's like the force of gravity gets redistributed and then you mess up a whole entire environment on Earth? Yeah, but. <clears throat> That that it won't I mean, like, get re- redistributed unless there's a change up in mass. So like, if you, uh, you know how yeah. people say if you yeah, like I've nuke a uh, uh, nuke like a trench in in uh, in the Earth, it'll put us out of orbit. Have you heard people saying that? That's not true because no energy was added to Earth. No energy was subtracted. So so it, no, so neither, so it, no mass was added to. Okay, the so Earth. the question would be uh, in which case. Would yeah, gravity Earth did not gain or redistributed lose any mass? So no, it, its orbit cannot change. It's like <laughs> it can only be dis- distributed if a teleporter but suddenly through this opened engine, no, up and, and teleported another sun right next yeah. to our sun. Suddenly, the gravity is way but like higher. the stellar, the the stellar engine way. would be like. It's basically just no, but a, a ma- stellar a engine. It's nothing but pushes again, taking some pushes, of the sun's energy and projecting sun, it outward and in, also in one in particular direction, which moves the sun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also pushes towards the sun because it has to push it. It siphons some energy from the sun and pushes in the opposite direction. And then also, if we put a mirror, if we put a mirror on one side of the sun, the mirror will uh, reflect some photons in the other direction. That'll also push the sun a little bit. So together, this mirror, which is the Shkadov thruster, so the question would be then Kaplan thruster together that can actually move our sun itself. And once we move our sun, so how would we control that? Because because you said that the sun did not gain any mass. The planets did not gain any mass. mass, So everything will continue orbiting the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so the idea is that we can't really move like, yeah, on like a pl- yeah. planar wise, we can only so move does like the up and down like, on, the top, itself? on the flat side of the orbit. Does that make sense? Okay, does that make sense? So, like, if, if, yes. if you have a plate, like, if you, imagine if no, 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 imagine you have a disc, yeah, 
a disk and that okay. disk is the solar system like think about uh per- it's flat and like you draw rings on that disc. Each of those are the orbits of the planet. You can only put the thruster on oh. the top of the, of the disc or on the bottom of the disc. You can't put it sideways. Otherwise that'll, but then in that case, like, and wouldn't there have to be some energy towards earth, right? One it'll shoot some energy towards the planet. You have to shoot the energy perpendicular to the orbit. Oh, so we just either no. keep moving up or keep moving down. No, no, no. We just worry okay. about moving I, in one I have direction. a question. Would this affect time in any way? I don't think so. Right? Yeah. Actually, yeah, that that's actually a good question, right? Because All right, wait, wait, wait. No. So what I think... No, 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 no. Why would it affect time? Be wait, wait, wait. But like if you, See, if remember, you think about gravity, think about gravity bends seeing, space right? and time. You're going to accelerate gravity the sun in one way or the other. Based on right? the amount but of the mass, we're not changing the amount of mass. Though, so yeah, that's, how a, time that's the thing, right? But as the entire solar system's moving with it, that means there may be yes. like a little bit of a time lag there, right? Because it's like one body has to move first, then the other body moves with it, right? That's how gravity works. I thought it just moved simultaneously because as the sun is in the center, everything just moves like according, like along with it. Yeah, but it's not just going to instantaneously move, either, right? I mean, it should though, because it, as Austin said, right? The sun is like 90% of the. Nine- yeah. Uh, Rishi, Rishi, yeah. Rishi, Rishi. Do you yes. remember that v- yeah. Rishi and Vibas? Do you remember that video that Miss Raja showed us of of what the sun yeah, sun yeah. orbit looks like? Yeah. How it looks like a spiral. How the sun is moving in a line in the center, and then all. The oh, I think what you guys are saying is that, if, is, is that actively uh, moving. Is that's that's, that's all the dice basically. Does. It moves uh, it upwards or down. It would like, like push that. against the sun, and then the sun would move first, and then everything else would have to adjust itself accordingly. Mm-hmm. It would. It, if you're shifting if you're shifting everything oh oh so it's like probably uh, kind of like uh yeah yeah (laughs) oh so it's like kind of like anime running you know how anime running yeah their head is moving forward and their arms lag behind them kind of like that oh okay Yes, that's going to happen a little bit, but... Yeah, but I'm saying, like, through that... But remember, at the end, when the sun stops... Remember, when you stop running, your hands will go back forward a little bit. Your hands will catch up. Right? During that transition period, you're going to have, like, an unorthodox orbit, in a sense, since, like, all the bodies are moving in a certain way, right? And because, like... I know, but the thing is, like the circular. No, they're path just fo- they're they're in the same circular path. They're just vertical, right? circular it's like path is stretching kind of into a spiral. It's like upwards. in both ways. It's like a vector quantity kind of. No, Ishan, we, we aren't moving. We imagine having a slinky and you. So only what would that lag in time? That's what's happening like. to the orbit. We're not stretching it sideways or anything like that. Well, I don't know if it'd be hardly noticeable. Because based on the way that, because based on the it, way that, that oh, I thought of it originally, it would be, it would be hardly noticeable. You said noticeable. that the sun encompasses like well, like ninety-seven percent of like uh, all the gravity within our solar system because everything revolves around the sun, right? Wait, listen to me quickly. Look, 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 look. So, so, so look. L- listen, 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 listen. I'm sending. I'm I'm recording a video and sending it to you right now. So basically, imagine that you have planets 
the sun is like is like down here in the center planets are orbiting like that all the dyson sphere does it just stretches that upward like this so time would appear slower so the sun is like moving up and as you do that you're like dragging dragging the orbit upward like kind of like that so it just moves like that i mean Mm, i mean it depends right because like say relative to us nothing's gonna happen because time is relative or another galaxy but nothing's like, really changing with how like we're our Earth, i'm saying like our time is okay relative, relative to like another universe or sun, an, another right? galaxy so yeah that time means will be time passing differently because that's time dilation yeah because we base off our calendar year off of one revolution of the sun yeah. uh no oh it also yeah, is our, the, 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 the amount of this amount of space covered by one revolution of the sun wouldn't change because the remember if you're in in, in physics in, in physics free fall is I mean, always the like, same the only thing that makes a parabola wider or skinnier the in thing terms is of free not, fall is if you is have more of an initial velocity and the the x value doesn't interact with the y value so so as the the orbit is so it's like the orbit on, is moving on the, the orbit is on the x axis. However, the Dyson sphere is moving everything on the y axis, so the, nothing's gonna change with oh, that. It's fine. I'm just gonna like. No, no. So send I... it to Ishan too. Oh shoot! I That's just recorded really that video. I sent it to these guys, but I don't know if you can see that. So, so, so uh, wait, wait. So, so going back to what Ishan and Rishi first said, right? So if the sun did. Move first, and then the rest of the universe kind of had to like, kind of has to like, uh, I guess like catch up to it in a way. Um, you're saying that it would be barely noticeable because. Yeah. So look, I'm I'm gonna record a video, so it's gonna be weird. I'm gonna be like describing um, visually what's way, happening, um, but uh, you guys will think I'm talking weird on podcast. But how do our listeners so, so I'm gonna record this quickly for Ishan. So basically, you have you have things like orbiting like this, but what happens is so that time would seem what longer, happens though. is that it would seem yeah. like you're just stretching that orbit so, so that it spirals so there would be a change this way. So what I thought it wouldn't really wrong. change the gravity that, at all. In, that the that the universe and the sun don't move as one. Because yeah. because this thruster is, is, is like the amount of force being pushed, the amount of force that's being thrust upon the sun first moves the sun, and then the universe, or not the universe. Why do I keep saying that? The solar system. You guys are really overthinking it. Eventually, catch up with with the with uh, like with the direction that the sun is heading in, right? Because the sun is the center <laughs> of it all. So, but but I think it would be a that's small... weird. That's really weird. I think it would be a small time lag though. I don't think it'd be that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the thing is like, yeah. So I get, I get what you're saying. With I think that this is, um, if I I genuinely, I just sent that video to Ishan. The Earth, if you like, the Earth moves like elliptically, right, in like an oval kind of shape. Yeah, right. And it's not like it's like set horizontally or set vertically, which means it's like kind of has like a vector for its velocity and stuff. Like the only force really acting on it is gravity from the sun. And that makes it move. Wait, yeah. Ishan. Yeah. So that's wait, what Ishan. Wait, 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 Ishan. Can I ask something? So, so are you saying and that it's basically horizontal like, tangential there's going to be like velocity. A, or it, that's constantly you're, changing from your understanding? Like, vector from are you basically saying gravity. like there might be like a change in like the revolution pattern of the sun? Yeah. Uh, so here's here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. So okay, but Asher, Asher, here's the thing. 
Okay, Austin, Austin, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? No. Engine, See, right? it won't. It won't. It, it can't change because we're moving up and down. Sun, we're not moving right? sideways. If you accelerate the sun, that means you're accelerating all the other bodies because the yeah. bodies are moving with it, right? And mm-hmm. so if we accelerate those bodies, that means that somewhere that tangential velocity of the earth or that force exerted on the earth has to mm-hmm. change in some direction, right? Which means that, like, but you're, yeah. The the, the thing is, the relative yeah, like, to the sun, like, the Earth the is sun, still moving right? elliptically. Even that, like, but relative to like say the galaxy, it's moving into, like, in a spiral. The acceleration upwards. that the the Earth may already have vertically or horizontally, right? And so, if we increase that acceleration or decrease it, we're gonna get like a different vector. And with that different vector, that means we may just get a different path uh, okay wait, 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 no, 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 no. see the earth the earth rotates and revolves horizontally so even though no, it may no, no, no. You're, i don't think you're visualizing it. like see, its pattern was still say the you're same, standing in an elevator it, see, it, okay listen yeah it's, it's still in the same exact circle it yes yes vibas that circle is just traveling upwards and upwards there, I think you're getting it. Ishan, 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 Ishan. That's so a good imagine way. you're standing in an elevator and you're like spinning, right? Your arms are your arms are like out like in a T and you're spinning. And oh, the, and the, okay, eleva- and the elevator saying. starts That's rising. That's a really, really, really good Relative way of putting it. Relative to the center it. of yeah. your body, all are right. your hands right, changing yeah. at all? All right, <laughs> um, all right yeah. guys, um, question, because like it's kind of late. But... Thank you. <laughs> I pride myself on my ana- analogies. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think <clears throat> we talked about a lot. Today. Oh, yo, our podcast um, is about to uh, the yeah, thing is cut off in two minutes. So, just a warning. That could be oh, yeah. Topic. So, uh, oh, man, we have to conclude it now. But at the same time, we still have black hole bombs and black hole civilizations. Maybe you can do a part three. We can do a part three. Okay, we have less than 50 seconds to end the podcast. So uh, anybody want to do the outro? With Ishan again, right? Oh, yeah. Let's give a quick sneak peek into next episode. So next episode, it's going to be medical technologies, right? Yes, with Ishan again. I think some of the things we could go into are like... I don't think he will. It'll be fun. Oh, so, like, okay, the... okay, okay, you know what? Bye. So, uh, See you next time. Uh, next, <laughs> You can catch the episode next week. With these on, uh... you make it fast. Make it fast. <laughs> All right, let's let's end it sharp on the uh, minute mark. Okay, eight, seven, six, five, four. All right, thank you everybody for listening, and we will catch you next time.